0: Lord talk about an assault on women's rights you have a white senator talking about how he cannot understand and this is by in Louisiana <clears throat> how he cannot understand how what abortions have to do with a black maternal mortality rate why would you not why would you not understand what's going on with the black mortality rate as far as in the black community if your state is got a, a pretty large denomination of black people that live in it, one. And two, one thing I don't understand about that is, wouldn't you need an abortion, and if there was an underlying medical issue? So basically, aren't, would, that, would that not be the reason why people would have such a high mortality rate? So basically, what you're saying is you're murdering black women. Amazing. Nice to know it. I'm a black woman. I'm in my 40s. I've had three children. How many times have I had a good uh, pregnancy? One time out of three. How many times have I had issues with the staff that have delivered my children? Two times out of three. That is a 66.6% defecation on my rights as a woman. 33.3% was my one daughter. It's when I had my daughter at a private hospital with a private doctor. I had no problems. However, at the last hospital I went to, they tried to act like I was a junkie. After they put morphine into my arm. And told me that if I was truly in labor, which I assure you, I was. (laughs) Because I was already dilated from a month previously. Where they just let me walk around for a month dilated. Which is probably why you have so many women out here that are dying from underlying issues like septicemia. Now, septicemia is when your body starts to go septic. I'm going to explain to you why. Because your child is long overdue. But someone misdiagnoses or misassesses the date that you are due. Therefore, if you are not induced and you have issues with doing that, you get very, very ill. Because you you have, in, in actuality, literally, you have bile, you have fecal matter, you have urine floating through your body at an astronomical rate. Basically poisoning yourself from the inside out. Now, the odds of the mother actually coming out of this unscathed. Well, let's just say I'm lucky that I got only that 66.6 percentile chance of having such a bad experience. Now, the funniest thing is they use this experience in order to have CPS show up and tell you that you could have a better life. If you just admit to that morphine that they put in your arm... That you actually have an underlying drug addiction. Get this one. I'll got one better. They stopped my pain medication because of that. They, they said that they were connecting. Um, what are those supposed to be? The epidurals in your back. And there was no connection to it. The box was actually underneath me on the side of my bed. So I had a natural childbirth as they dragged me down the bed with the epidurals in my back. And caused severe scar tissue in my spine. Funny how that works out. So you have a lot of people in this world that don't seem to understand the plight of a black woman in any kind of capacity. But that's okay. You know why? Because even if we can survive having childbirth in America, even if we can survive the systemic racism that has been at the core and and at the center of a lot of people's unmentionables... Let's get serious. The doctors that have these questionable high mortality rates, how many of them do you actually investigate? Why haven't you investigated them? Are they not a liability to the people within their community? There are women that suffer on a daily basis because of the type of treatment that they have endured. Time and time again, women like me who aren't that quick to want to run and go have another child. Why? So that we can get you up to the 99.9 percentile? Or perhaps so that we can get you up to 75? The funniest thing about the equation when it comes to human life itself is that people do not understand that as you defecate on the rights of people, you limit the quality of life that they have. Not just the quantity of of opportunities that they have in the future. You limit them on a whole with a totality that can be untold because it's limitless. Just like taking a, a mother out of a child's life. The ramifications are limitless because that child no longer has a mother to call to sign that paperwork and say, this is your father. That child goes directly into foster care if the father is not around. So how many children have you put into your foster care system playing that wicked game that you call economical strategy? You do understand that the boomerang effect from what you are doing is ultimately going to catch your children in the long run. The inability to understand that the pharmaceutical influence that is inside of so many of these foster homes, so many of these homes dealing. And it's great that you hear so many success stories. It really is. I mean, it's a positive thing. But for every success story, there are millions of failures. Millions of failures to thrive, and I assure you, billions are the ones that you see outside of the doors. Those children sitting at those bus stops, those those homeless people outside, do you think that all of them, those people walking around with a mental deficiency, how many of them do you want to bet actually came and aged out of a foster home? So why would you want to perpetuate this, uh, the cycle where you have children going into foster homes? And let's get serious. I can't stand to see a black man laying on the side of the road. I can't stand to see a black woman with mental health issues laying on the side of the road. And quite frankly, you don't really see women that much. It's normally men. Because women are quick to adapt. We're quick sometimes to become easier, easier to victimize. And I'm talking about sexually. We're willing to let down our guard in order to negotiate to get things that we need to get. What do you do when your treatment is your trauma? In every state, what you are doing is you are literally, and I'm, I mean this, when you play with people's contraceptives, when you play with abortions, when you play with banning things, you are literally giving someone a death sentence. So a white woman can go get a DNC, but a black woman can't get one. So she's going to walk around with the fecal body parts and everything inside, the fetus, the fecal matter, all of the other parts that come with it the sack everything they're gonna walk around with that why you seem to have a a systemic issue when it comes to understanding the rights of women but it seems even more universal when it comes to banning things for women and that doesn't make sense to me you can't ban a woman a woman is life and if you try to ban her You will create such misery. You will will have outstanding numbers of, of children that are being born without love, without an environment of love. So basically, what are you doing? You're creating birthing houses? You're creating more foster homes in Louisiana? I don't understand. Is that your bread and butter? Don't you think that mothers and fathers are entitled to children and children are entitled to mothers and fathers? Don't you understand that there is an overpopulation issue already? Do you understand that there's food issues already? With inflation, do you think that that is the right course of action? If there were ever a time to take away people's ability to decide whether or not they wanna have children, I would think that during a time of overpopulation, high pollution, high criminality, we would not be telling people that we want them to have children. We would be telling them that it is their choice to have children. Or if we don't want them to to have abortions in our state, then your insurance should still cover it in another state because you should not be able to cancel out the rights, the voice, the being of the woman that carries the child. Too many times have women been cast aside. Too many times has our voice been modified, been silenced, been transferred. It is not a time for projection. It is a time for protection. And it is for the rights of women on a whole. Do not go silently into the night stand up and fight for your rights everywhere don't allow them to ban you vote them out of their offices get them out of their offices and then get people to put right what has been wronged people in this world are strong enough to do what they need to do I'm sure they can do it and I'm sure they will Our healthcare system is aimed at taking care of a plethora of predicaments. However, one thing it is not aimed at taking care of is systemic racism. The way that we are treated by our doctors is indicative of the care that we will get later on. I had one child where I was left inside of the afterbirth for almost six hours. I almost went septic. This happened twice to me. I have three children. The odds of this happening in Louisiana, which is a highly racist state if I ever been to one, okay, Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful landscape, but black people live very poorly there, and I mean in shacks, and they are very proud, and they are beautiful people down there. I felt privileged to go to their home and make it a part of my life. I thought that they were beautiful women down there. And they were wholesome women. They love their God. If a woman down there is asking for an abortion, why, for the love of God, would you take her right away? It doesn't matter why she decides to get that abortion. If it's incest, if it's rape, if it's medical, it should be her option. Can I understand you stating that you will not allow people to get more than one or two medical or, you know, otherwise abortion? No. I can understand saying that you don't want people chronically using abortion as a form of contraceptive. That I can understand. But I can't understand you taking away someone's choice. That's just like silencing a victim and taking away their voice. And that, to me is reprehensible it's inconceivable and unimaginable to lower yourself to those standards where you think it's okay to put your hands over someone's mouth and stop them from speaking you're not just taking away a woman's right to decide what's going on with her body but you're essentially taking her legs spreading them open and violating her in ways that you have never violated her before. By making her go through with procedures that she might not want to go through. We're human. And to be human is to error. But it is not to judge. For judge is our ultimate. A God is our ultimate judge. And only God. Not preachers. Not Baptist people. Not Catholic people. Not Muslim people it does not matter what you hail from your ultimate judgment is from god himself and no matter what deity it is or who you worship ultimately we all have our own judgment so while you're busy destroying someone else's life destroying the quality of life destroying destroying the ability for the opportunities in the future because after you have a child after you're victimized like that after you serve a bid like that where you don't want to have a child it messes you up psychologically see you're talking about the child's life but you're not talking about the after of aftermath of the mother's life what about the psychological ramifications of having a child that you didn't want to have or carry and then having to give them up or having to actually take care of them, putting yourself in that scenario where you're going to be behind the eight ball? And if you don't give people Medicaid, then what good does that do them? Because then they're in a constant state of deterioration because they, the more children they have, the less they can live beyond their means. So in actuality, it's actually like a self-destructive phase for people. Because you would have young people having sex with each other. And then what would you have? You'd have these birthing houses. And they have their children. And then what do you do with their children? You put them in foster cares? And what? Send them up here? Send them down to Florida? Like you guys normally do? You guys aren't understanding that you are honestly... Are part of a vicious cycle. And the only way that you're going to break that vicious cycle is by remembering to tell people, how about instead of signing off for abortion, you guys sign off for safe sex again. How about we sign off on that? No- say no to Drugs thing again so that our kids aren't uh, so that we're catching the younger youth so that they're not getting hooked as as early as they are so that they're not having sex with people so that they're not experimenting so that they're not getting so confused about their sexual orientation at such a young age because they're being exposed to so much inappropriate material banning abortion does nothing but ban the right the right to speak The right to keep my legs closed when I want to keep them closed, the right to to have procedures that I don't, the right to not have procedures that I do not want to have. By the way, banning an abortion is a violation, a direct violation of the patient's Bill of Rights. If I was any woman in any county in anywhere in this world, I would be the first person standing in line stating, let's appeal this decision because this is a violation to the patient's bill of rights. I have the right to to deny any diagnosis. I have the right to deny any treatment. I have the right to deny any any course of action thereafter. And I have the right to ask for alternative care. And you have denied them essentially on every single one. You can't get the alternative care. You can't get the DNC. You can't get this. You can't get that. Come on. Let's get serious. Basically, what you're telling black people, black women, is to go back. You're telling white women is to go back. So you're telling me you could basically have someone who might be um, gay. She might be a lesbian. And a man rapes her. And then you're going to tell her she has to have that child. Think about that. Think about the ramifications that would happen, the, the, the way that they would, that woman would feel on the inside. You already feel trapped inside of a body, but how would you feel when there's two people trapped inside of a body? And when that inner conflict, that mental conflict starts to rattle off, what does that do for the women in that community? Does that, does that make them what? And then what do you put them on, on medications after that? After they get sick, after, you know, having all this stuff, you get, you ramp back up the the pharmacological places and, you know, the pharmaceutical places, they get all their their meds back into the effect again. You give them the antidepressants and have them like mummies going to work for you while their kids are in foster cares and they're dying a slow death from stress. Or some of them, they die a fast death. Stress is a silent killer. Let's get serious. And it's a large killer within the black community. But especially, not just in the black community, povertized communities. We don't stand alone on that one, you guys. Povertized communities. So if you really want to make a difference, if you guys really, 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 really want people to start having children, if you want, guys, if you guys really want to defecate on people's rights, I'm going to tell you something. I hope people do not go silently into the night. I hope they keep fighting you every step of the way, every baby step of the way. I hope that you feel the oppositional pull, the oppositional force, because I'm explaining to you right now, the biggest thing, the worst thing that you can do in the middle of a food shortage, in the middle of an inflation, in the middle of all of this stuff is flip the world upside down on its head and try to play games. That doesn't make any sense. Let's get serious. I'm sure that the underlying inflation has had underlying matters you know stopping the trucks excessive stuff like that i believe they were processing one truck a day as opposed to four a lot of stuff got messed up on that what about the shipments that got stuck in the middle of the water come on you guys and the list goes on and on and on so i guess what my point is basically is that While you guys are trying to defecate on the rights of others, you're actually defecating and cutting off your own nose to spite your face. The reason why I'm saying that is because this is not the time for you guys to lock down that we need to have more children. Perhaps you need to deal with a better filtration system for what you have coming into your towns, for what you have coming into your states. If that's what you have a problem with. But I think that increasing the numbers of children in a state that's already got a high mortality rate for the women is like giving black women a death sentence. Especially since it's a high mortality rate in the African American community. Which means to me that you have have a proliferation of white people or non-African American people. Okay, but you don't have a proliferation of African-American, which means that it's a crapshoot when you go to the doctor to see if you're going to have a baby. Now, I guess I understand why more people are having um, births at home because they're trying to circumvent dying in a hospital. Anyway, to make a long story short, this is just purely my opinion, but my opinion comes with an underlying medical background attached to it. That being stated... When your treatment becomes your trauma, it is time for you guys to understand what Joe Mamas went through because a lot of women in this world have gone through the defecation of their rights, the liberation of their rights. They've gone through standing up. They've gone through being thrown down. They've gone through being raped. They've gone through being a lot of things, including the bile or the basis on the bottom of some people's shoes. A lot of women are tired of being downtrodden. Women will not be ignored. We will not be ignored. You will not take away our rights. We will circumvent you on every single corner with this fight because enough is enough. And we are USA. Universally, we are worldwide strong when it comes to our rights. Women are entitled to speak. It is not a privilege. It is our right. Hey you guys, it's me, Tamara J. Olivaro, coming to you from the Motherly Blessings Care Legacy Passion Projection Program. In the air, where we are daring to be the difference. So I made an excerpt earlier, and I was talking about abortions that were happening inside of Louisiana, the band that just went in, and I just wanted to let those words ripple from underneath my skin. And the reason why is because... It really touches me when you think about your personal story and then you think about the ties and the afflictions that people have and why people make that choice in order to terminate a pregnancy. It is not a choice that is normally taken under light advisement. It is normally something that is a soul bound and a soul searching type of incident. It is something that is not to be viewed as minuscule. It is probably one of the biggest things that people will do ever in their lives it is just as big as you know graduating as it is a form of death okay it is a form of grieving and everything else I do not stand next to people and say that I condone death I don't condone death but I do condone choice and I need people to understand that There are a lot of people out here that are taking away the ability to make the choice. And it's without even understanding the underlying abilities that you're taking away. Okay? It's the ability to say no. Um, and, And if my ability to say no has been circumvented, it's the ability to say no after my ability to say no has been circumvented to reiterate an emphatic no after that. Meaning... If someone's been raped and you do this to them, you're just raping them again. But you're raping them for the rest of their lives. They'll never get beyond it. They'll never get to the other side of it. And taking away people's rights is not the right thing to do. It is just basically retroactive. And being retroactive is not traditional. It's toxic. So unless you're trying to build toxic ties... I don't understand what you're trying to do by watching the demise of women within their communities. And then there's one last point that I want to get out here before I finish off this section, and I probably will not readdress this section again for quite a while. And this is just a part of my politicking um, session. And that is that, in light of all the things that we have talked about, we've talked about, you know, I've talked about the rights of women. I've talked about the rights of men, um, the fathers that will not be that will be excluded. From this scenario, if the mothers were put into a scenario where they had to go into a birthing like center. Um, What I also wanted to speak about is about the rise in STDs as well as diseases. Our children are getting diseases at an earlier age. They are having children at an earlier age. People are becoming more sexually promiscuous at an earlier age. The sexual adventure out here and the sexual appetite, the desires of pleasure, it is abundant. Okay? But what is not abundant is the education that comes behind, what what the frustration that underlies when people do not connect with that right person and they happen to hit... um, someone or get someone that is very unsavory when they get someone that is infected with something okay now i hope that people understand that while you are talking about a proliferation of life that you need to keep inside of that that bracket right there that you would have a proliferation of disease as well because without allowing people to have abortions if their children have hiv or if their children have hiv and they are raised like that, they will procreate again one day and they might not tell people. And if they do not tell people, it will spread HIV thus more. So there are underlying factors that need to be understood when you're dealing with um, abortions and when you're, you're banning abortion. So I'm going to put it out there like this. There's a million reasons why a woman might be having an abortion. And I don't think that anybody should be good enough to oversee or say that it's not good enough for her to make that choice Um, especially if it's medical if it's a psychological choice I think that there are certain ramifications physically especially the side effect of being death I think that we should be able to control our lives and that our lives should not supersede the choices that we have in the future I cannot say that I condone killing children but what I can say is that You will kill a lot more if you starve them to death because you don't have the resources to feed them. You will kill a lot more if you're going to only bring them into this world in order to give them pharmaceutical drugs as a trial and error type of basis in order to see what happens. You will harm them a lot more if you bring them into a world without love that is surrounding them in an environment that is nothing but oppression and loneliness and isolation. So it's up to you guys what you want to really give to your children, but I hope you guys understand that not every child is going to have a loving home. Not every child is going to have that beautiful story about having a foster home. Not every child's parents are going to be able to afford to take care of them. And if you're starting to put these things together, not every child is going to know the difference between right and wrong, which thus adds more to the deficit of the pollution, the overpopulation, and... All of the other things. So, quite frankly, it really is a cutting off your. It's 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 not a. Cu- it's not covering your arse. It's basically just cutting off your face, cutting off your nose despite your face. So don't con yourself into thinking that you're doing anything other than that, because you're not. If you're taking away women's rights, you're harming more than just the women you're harming the men and the children as well you're harming the family units as a whole so please take that into into consideration and control when you take this into effect thank you so much for your time and your respect this is terima jay alivarro coming to you from the motherly blessings care legacy passion protection program in the air where we 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 are daring to be the difference